Hey, I'm Tommy. Konnichiwa, Tomo desu. You're listening to Football in English. Hello, welcome back to Football in English. We are joined again by Shoko Suji-san, who's here for another interview. Tomo, hello, good to see you again. <laughs> Konnichiwa, ofutari. Senshu ni hiki tsuzuki, konjitsu mo tokubetsu guest no Tsuji Shoko-san no hoanashi wo okuri shimasu. Shoko-san no mouskoshi profile wo kuwashiku eigo to nihongo de minasan ni otsutai dekeleba na to mondesu kedo, ma chotto itsumo kataku natt chau no de, ma kore made nani o sarete kita ka. っていうのを、日本語と英語でご本人にお願いしてみたいなっていうふうに思うんですけど、ちなみにいつもジョブインタビューは得意ですか？え、結構緊張しますね。うん。そうですね。なんかその場でパッと思いつくのが結構苦手
ちょっとすごすぎっていうのはあるし、ね。No, it's,、うん、it's about how you present it. So, it's about how you tell the story. <笑> Definitely, yeah. <笑>え一つ目の質問なんですけども、これ、マイクジュって読むのマイクジュマイクジュです。マイクジュっていう会社に、はい、あ働いていて、で、その名前がイレブンスポーツっていうふうに変わったっていう話は聞いたんですけども、えっと、し仕事を選んでるときに共通点がありますっていうのをインタビューで読んだんですけども、何を基準でいつもお仕事を選んできましたか ?I've always been interested in、um, football and communication journalism.So、um, when I look back at my career and also where I am now, I see that my work's always been around giving visibility to things that Usually, mm-hmm. don't get that much、um, visibility. So, for example, when I was in Spain, of course, I enjoyed covering like FC Barcelona and Real Madrid. But what I enjoyed more was covering the smaller clubs and speaking with the, the, the oldest fans or、um, the, the staff and just discovering stories that、um, weren't so known in Japan and trying to find ways to make them interesting. And then、mm-hmm. currently、um, at my Kuju 11, I feel a lot of my work is around giving visibility to leagues that you, in normal circumstances you would never have the opportunity to see. For example, we streamed the Premier League of Mongolia in the past. We've also done the, the Afghanistan Premier League. And it's not easy to, to watch those matches unless you, you fly there. So,、um, but now with A simple link, like you can just tune in and watch the matches, and that's something that I really enjoy doing. Now, in the 11 sports, the Tateba, Shiaio, Mio, Tostara, Nankako, Yatino, Hak, Nankako, Sore, Bosoa. In a Genjitin, there are my two, Kako, Nia, Haku, Gojukako, Okaba, Stakoto, Arundeskido, the Motabun, Saikinwa, Tateba, Brazil, Mongol, Yordan. あとアメリカと、うん、どこがあるかな、まあ、ポルトガルとブータン<笑>と<笑>そう、まあ、結構もう本当にあの多岐にわたる感じですねだから昔はあのリーガーとかプレミアリーグとか J リーグとか私結構詳しかったんですけど、うんうん、最近は多分なんかモンゴルとか,なんかそういう国の方を見てるので<笑>逆にそういう。なんかプレミアムコンテンツのなんか情報がちょっとなんか疎くなった気がします。<笑>めちゃめちゃ面白いよね。<笑>モンゴルのリーグに詳しいとかね。We have an interesting problem coming out of、uh, that kind of thing in Australia, betting.Do you know much about that?Does your platform get used for that kind of thing?Yeah,、um, I mean, it's definitely one of our revenue streams.So、mm. what we do is、um, Through the same live stream, like we deliver data to third parties, and、mm-hmm. um, that is monetized through, through betting because、mm. um, everyone, like, they're interested not only in the Premier League, they, they gamble on like the first goal or the first foul,、yeah. and、mm-hmm. the content from these leagues is, is really interesting to them. So that's really increased through、um, uh, COVID since the pandemic. And, but what we do is we only work with the, the legal、um, data platform. So、mm-hmm. um, sometimes they do help to even flag things like integrity concerns.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we 
approach the leagues, they get scared at the beginning because they don't want to be associated with betting. But when we tell them that it's actually the opposite, that we can help them protect the game um, and get a better understanding of what's happening, then they seem to buy more into it. ボアビスタっていうクラブがあって、その試合が見れないからこの企業して放送ができるようにしようっていうのがこの会社ができたきっかけっていう風に読んだんですけど。あ、はい、その通りです。あの片方がもうボアビスタの大ファンで、でもう
誰も見ないと思うよ。意味ないかな。<笑><笑>まあ、あの非常にあのしょこちゃんとこう話してて印象的だったのは、こう身の丈に合った自分たちに合った放送をするべきだっていうふうに言ってて、まあ、何もないとこから放送に持っていくとかなりこう予算がかかって。お金がかかってしまってそしたら自分たちのリーグもうまく運営できないだろうとけどそうじゃなくてこうねシンプルな放送にしてそれを放送してだんだんだんだんお客さんが増えていった時に予算を増やしていった方がまあこううまくリーグ自体も運営するしまあ露出も増えていくんじゃないかっていう話は結構ね前回こう話しててとっても面白かったんですけど一個そのまあ、例えばこう成功している、まあ、ここで言ったのは男子の真似をしない方がいいとか,こうなんかすごい成功してるからそれをいきなり真似しようとするとうまくいかないっていうのがこう、ね、こうアマチュアのスポーツがうまくこう露出が上が,ってく上がっていかない可能性があるっていうふうには言ってたんですけどうまくいっているこうリーグっていうかこう運営がそれってどういうところがうまくいくポイントなんですかまあ、そうですねもし本当にまだ放送配信されてないリークであればあの少しでもその配信のハードルを下げることが大事だと思っててそこでなんか質にこだわりすぎてあでもやっぱり配信するなら解説者つけなきゃいけない実況つけなきゃいけないカメラは最低3つ以上必要とかってなるともう本当何十万の制作費がかかってしまうので。うん、だから多分サポーターはもちろん,なんか質の高いライブ配信見れたら嬉しいと思うんですけど何も見れないか見れるかっていうそっちの選択肢だったらなんか見れるだけでもありがたいと思ってるファンはたくさんいると思うんですねだからそれなら例えば携帯1台でも最近は結構画質のいい映像が撮れるのでそれでもう1試合でも多くカバーしてでそれでだんだんたくさんの人が見るようになって。でどういう人が見てるかっていうデータも集められてスポンサーとかもついてきたらその,そのお金で、まあ、さらに制作をもうちょっといいものにするっていうのができるのでそっちの方が、まあ、サステイナブルであの長期的にもあの、まあ、続くのかなっていうふうには思いますね。面白いっすねやっぱ見たいけど見れないって多分学生の試合とかねあの結構あるかなっていうふうに思うので。それはね、ぜひともなんか挑戦してみてほしいなっていうふうに。Feels like it'd be an amazing tool for scouting as well.、うん、Especially, you know, as you say, the university leagues to find young upcoming players without having to travel around the country or around the world. Yeah, that's a、um, really good point. We, we have received lots of positive feedback from scouts because they no longer have to travel to all the venues. Especially with the pandemic, it's not so easy to, to get around.、Yeah. So, so yeah, that's definitely true. 2個目の質問はすごいカジュアルになっちゃうんですけどお母さんとサッカーの話どんな話するんですかそうですねなんかあのー、まあ家族全員がマリノス応援してるので、うん、あのもう小さい頃からもう小3の時からあのーまあ、日発がうちから近かったのでだから、まあ、今私オランダにいて毎週マリノスの試合が見られないのでもうあのー。ツイッターとかよりも早く母からの速報が入ってきます。<笑>今日は、今日は勝ったよとか、今日は、うん、なんか誰々が決めたよとか、だからマリノスの話が一番多いんですけど、でもなんか代表の話とか、海外の話とか、もう本当に結構何でも話しますね。Did your mom like Ange p o s t e r c o g l u Yeah, she was really disappointed that he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it seems he's, he's doing quite well. So, I mean,、yeah. I'm happy、uh, for him. 
Actually, it was the other way around. Like, I first started watching it, and then I only started playing seriously in university. So, um, I, I'd always like, been a huge fan of watching Marinos, also La Liga. And I think it was when I was in um, junior high school, so when I was around 10, 11, that mm. I thought about um, pursuing football as a career. But I didn't really know exactly how I wanted to be involved. Initially, um, I thought of myself as an interpreter because I always really liked learning foreign languages. But then I took a sport journalism course in university and I really enjoyed um, discovering like stories behind mm. the scenes. And that's when I thought, oh, this is probably something I want to pursue after graduating university. And then when I went to Spain, it became a bit more concrete. And at the beginning, I was working in a newspaper company, but then I moved um, to the TV um, industry. And now I'm working in more in the digital world. So, so yeah, I think it was probably quite early that I thought about working in football. Spain, when I was in Spain, 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 話とか、こう選手っていますかそうですね、もう本当に100人以上にあのインタビューしたので、結構1人をあの選ぶのは難しいんですけど、でもとま、15コスターはもう本当に1年近くあの追ってもう家族にもインタビューしたし、あのもう
taxis meeting up and talking about the kids playing football. Exactly. Shigoto Stirun, da ne, Otosa. Ne, Omojoine, taxi driver, Saka Session Tosa. Adam Sereniwa Chantosta, Shin Nengate, and the Musco no Kane Dakeda, Ictek Dakanai, do you know, Armitai? The Shikamo, Sono Taxi, Gat, Anka, Hontani Kuko Kara, Montevideo Shinai. 専用のタクシーだったんですねでなぜそれにこだわったかというと、うん、なんか世界中から来た人と話せるからだからそういう、うん、そういってなんか教養を高められるからっていう一応なんかそういう意識をそのサッカー選手のお父さんたちも持ってるみたいでだから、うん、すごいいいなと思いました That's so funny So just、uh, the next question I think I'm skipping ahead but you speak Spanish as well? Yeah, yeah I speak Spanish Yeah okay cool Amazing. Um, definitely, like I would say, my English is better than my Spanish,、um, especially、mm-hmm. now since I'm not living in Spain and、um, I'm not using it as much as I used to. But I did start studying it when I was in Japan. So,、um, and then obviously, living in Spain and doing interviews in Spanish helped because I needed to be able to, to express myself. So, I think it's quite an easy language for Japanese people to pick up, though, because、mm-hmm. the pronunciation is not as difficult as English or French, for example. So, I would recommend it as maybe like a third language to pick up. Actually, when I lived in Japan, I thought about learning Korean. Because、uh, Korean and Japanese are grammar, in terms uh, of grammar, uh, uh. quite similar. Uh, and yeah, at Apple, we had a lot of Korean customers, so, so I was really、fun. interested in Korean. But yeah, no, Jap- two languages is enough for me. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I also feel that if you don't really use them on a daily basis, it's, it's first of、you、all, it's it. hard to be motivated. And then, yeah, it's like mm, a muscle. Mm. You need to constantly train it, otherwise,、exactly. you, you lose it. Shigoto Badewa, Hobo, Ego Deskaima. Hi, I know. 同僚もオランダ人もいるんですけどでもほとんどがなんかもういろんな国からの人なのであの英語が多いですね、うんうん、例えばスペイン人の同僚とかアルゼンチン人の同僚は1対1の時はスペイン語で話すんですけどやっぱり全体の、まあ、みんながいる時は英語になりますね。How's your Dutch? Yeah, I'm really ashamed to say that it's still very basic.、Um, and... <laughs> It's also because the Dutch are the best English speakers in Europe.、Um, yeah. The English level is really high there, and they also have a very low tolerance for bad Dutch. So the moment, <laughs> the moment they hear that I'm not like, fluent, then they would switch to English, which is,、yeah. I guess, easier for both of us. So、uh, it's, I think I, unless I move to a city outside of Amsterdam, like, to the countryside, it's going to be difficult for me to, to improve it. But... That said, I do want to make an effort to learn it because I don't want to be the, the ignorant expat who only speaks <laughs> English everywhere. So, so I, think,、yeah. I don't think you've got any problems with that speaking three languages. Everyone wants us to ask that question. えー、と小さい頃に3年半オランダにあの父の仕事で住んでいてで、まあ、そこで最初に英語を学んだのとあとまあ帰国してからもしばらく高校に入るまでは横浜のインターナショナルスクールに行ったので、うんうん、だからまあ家では日本語話してたんですけどあの学校では英語がメインだったので
まあ、それが大きいと思いますね。あとは、うんまあ、実際、スペインに行ってからは本当に英語話す機会が結構限られてて、だからあの、まあ、英語が落ちたなっていうふうに感じた時もあったんですけど、でもま,あまた FIFA マスターであの磨くことができたし、結構いつもそれこそポッドキャスト聞いたり、あと、まあ、本を読むのも昔から好きなので、まあ、それで維持してきたっていうのはありますね。今ちょっと FIFA マスターっていう言葉が出たんですけどなんかあのインタビューでも卒業生 OBOG とあと同期、まあ、後輩とかと結構頻繁に連絡を取ってるっていう記事を読んだんですけどやっぱりその FIFA マスターをやるといろんな国に散らばってて、まあ、サッカーの仕事をしてる人が多いですかやっぱり。Yeah, I would say probably 90% of the alumni work in sport, and then the vast majority of、um, them work in football. So it's probably the best thing that has come out of、um, during the FIFA Master that you just get access to a huge network of people.、Um, I think we're over 500、uh, alumni now scattered around、mm. the world. So it really helped when I was traveling.、Um, And doing like, workshops in different countries. And almost every country I went to, I, I, I knew that I could reach out to someone who'd done the FIFA Master. And since it's such a unique experience of just living in three different countries and、um, in one year,、um, you just immediately connect, even if you weren't in the same edition.、Um, just sharing that experience creates a bond. So even today, if you have a few colleagues who did the FIFA Master,、um, We have WhatsApp groups for each region, also for each edition. So, even though I've graduated, I still feel that the experience is continuing. はい、なんか数年後に受けたいんですけど、まあ、今からどういう準備をすればいいですかとか、あと、うん、例えば、まあ、1回不合格だったんですけど次どうすれば受かれますかとかそういう相談は結構受けますねあれって30人ぐらいでしたっけ1年1年30人です今年はちょっとコロナの制限もあって多分25人だったんですけどでも普段は30人です、うんうん、でなんか枠はいろいろあれですよね国ごとに結構決まっちゃってるみたいな国っていうか大陸いやそれは特になくて、まあ、多分できるだけなんかあのバランスが取れるようにはしてるんですけどでもあの年によってはすごいアジアが多かったりとか、まあ、ヨーロッパが多かったりとか,なんかあの同じ国から3人出たりとかそういうこともあるので本当にまあ割と実力とかその人の経歴を重視してるイメージはあります。やってみてみかったって今卒業して何,何年ぐらいですかねと卒業して5年経ちました。あ、違う、4年経ちました。4年か。なんか、学んで生きてることっていうか、FIFA マスターやってよかったなって思うことはあります今あ。もちろん、まあ、授業で学んだことも、ものすごくあのためになってるんですけど、でもそれよりも本当に1年間、23カ国から来たクラスメートともう共同生活して、まあ、それによって、なんかいろんな文化とかいろんな。あの背景の人と、まあ、どうやったらうまく付き合えるかっていうのをそういうコツをつかめた気がするので、まあ、それは今の仕事でも本当にいろんな連盟とやり取りしてるのであちょっとなんか新しい国に行く時もそこの出身の,あの同級生とか先輩に連絡してあちょっと
来月、例えばレバノンに行くんだけど、どうすればいいかなとか、そういう気軽に相談できる人がいっぱいできたのは、本当に心強いと思いますね。そのあたりの、そのなんていうんですか、相談じゃないですけど、こう海外の、まあ、大学、スポーツ系の大学院だったり、まあこうね、ヨーロッパ、アメリカの大学で学んでみたいっていう方のために、えっと、スポーツグローバル、マサさんと、あと、安倍さんですよね。3人で立ち上げてでそれをこう大学の情報とかをこう発信しているサイトがスポーツグローバルっていうウェブサイトで僕もちょっとこう記事を書かせていただいた時があるんですけどいろんな方のこれ,これまでのなんでこういう道を歩んできたのかっていうのが書いてあってまあぜひともこう興味ある方見てほしいなって思うんですけどそこでねポッドキャストをやってるんですよねでポッドキャストの番組も海外でどうやってえまあうまく生き残っていけるかっていう話を毎回、まあ、僕たちのこう兄弟番組みたいな感じでやってくれててあの面白く聞かせていただいてるんですけどもそれもぜひともこのリンクを貼っとくので皆さん聞いてほしいなって思うんですけど、まあ、最後に質問なんですけども、えっとまあ、女性がサッカー界に入ってほしいっていうのがこう結構あるかなっていうふうには思っててなんかこう、まあ、もちろんねやりたいやりたくないはあると思うんですけどこうなんか一つ雇う側の偏見があるかなっていうのもあるしあと求人を見て女性だとやっぱ一個でも当てはまんないと私はこれ応募してもいいのかなっていう悩みがあるっていう話をちらっと聞いたんですけどそのあたりいかがですか There are many issues surrounding women in, in football、um, and I think what I see the most is the lack of women in leadership positions and Yeah, there are a few ways we can tackle this.、Um, I feel women sometimes, and myself included, when we look at a job description, and if we don't tick all the boxes, we're less, yeah, we're less likely to apply. Whereas you know, the data shows that men are a bit different, that even if they don't fulfill all the requirements,、um, they would still give it a shot. So, first of all, I think. We need to be more confident and just apply, even if we don't feel that we tick all the boxes.、Um, we also need to, to support each other more. I feel women are often isolated in their organizations, but maybe if they look across organizations in the same sector, they have other mentors or people that they can go to for, for advice. And then Yeah, also, the organizations need to understand why diversity is important. It's not just about having more women in the room, it's also what I said before in the previous podcast about more ideas, more innovation. I think, I mean, yeah, you can't just look at like bringing the same profiles of people together. The data shows that the more diverse the organizations are, the more profitable they are, the more successful they are. And then, lastly, I think the media also have a really big role to play just by showcasing more female role models. Because I, I know I remember when I was a student and looking for roles in football, all of the examples I saw were, were men, which was great. Like, I've been really lucky to have great、um, male menti- mentors around me that have guided me through my career. But I think if we see more women being showcased in articles, podcasts, webinars, then young girls will say and think to themselves, like, oh, maybe I can be that person one day. So, yeah, there's still, like, there's still a lot of room for, for improvement. But、mm-hmm. hopefully, slowly, we're, we're, making, we're getting there. 
Okay, and a follow-up question, because I think the vast majority of our listeners are male. What advice would you have to men supporting women? What can we do to help? I think it's just important to be aware of um, a few like unconscious biases we have in our society. So even just the words we use, or this doesn't just go for men, but for example, associating some roles with with men and not women, or um, just the way we portray women in media. I often feel that when an athlete is successful, a lot of questions that get asked are like, oh, so outside of um, your sport, like, what do you do? Or how do you balance work with your family? And like, male athletes would never get the same question. Even when the Nadeshko Japan like won the World Cup, I remember they were asked really personal questions um, mm. on TV, whereas like, I can't imagine them asking the same thing to like, like Honda or, or Kagawa, for example. So um, I'm saying this because even if you look at sport media, yeah, it's also very like heavily male dominant. So I think just being aware of um, the questions you ask, the way you portray women, like that already goes, goes a long way. So ゲストの方来ていただいて、こう、翔ちゃんみたいなロールモデルになるような存在をこうね、皆さんに発信できたらなっていうふうに思うので、引き続きやっていきたいなっていうふうに思ってます。いや、本当にあの、私もまあ、